is the word for like confronting someone? Confront. <laughs> Stand up. Uh, like 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 the like, out. like the personality trait that you would give someone who does confrontational. That. <laughs> yes. That's literally the word that you used. It, no, it wasn't. I said confronting. Confrontational. Ational <laughs> was not coming to my mind. It's the same word with a different. It's not the same word. It's got the same word with a different suffix. It's ational. It's not ing. I'm gonna confront you right in the face. He once almost got kicked out of a park for using the bathroom. He's Hunter George. He once learned at an early age that confrontation is not a good strategy for him. He's Bow Mullet. And this is the Hunter and Bow Show. actually just thought I thought of an experience in my life this morning and I was thinking I had the time period that I was thinking of what was it um, 18th century no oh. it, in my life oh um, in your life yeah it, <laughs> you didn't specify I said I thought of a moment in my life yeah but I then I thinking, thought you were talking about a whole different sentence no so <laughs> I, I thought of a time period in my life this morning and then when we went to write this, I was like, what did I think of this morning? And I was thinking of that time because I knew like when it was. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think of it. I thought of this one. And now I remember what that one was now that I've read it. <laughs> well, you can save that for next time. <laughs> I'll make a note. But now you're going to forget. So <laughs> I'm, I'm making a note. I'm writing it down. Okay. So Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he once almost got kicked out of a yeah. park for using the bathroom. Do you like how all mine lately... I, hold on, though. All right. There, <laughs> depending on the circumstances, there are several people who get kicked out of parks for using the bathroom. Well, depending on how they use the bathroom, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and their history and whatnot. True. <laughs> I was just normally using the bathroom, and it's me. Like a bathroom. Yeah, a bathroom in the park. <laughs> um, the whole park is a bathroom. Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an actual bathroom building that was in the park. Um mm. Don't you like how all of mine recently have started with he wants almost? It's like almost. It's like he yeah, wants he, almost. he wants always. Or he, he wants, wants always. Almost. He wants almost. It's, yeah. Oh, my brother just texted me. He said, tomorrow, no poop breaks. But he forgot that I'm going on a plane. <laughs> As we talk about when he's in the bathroom. <laughs> Okay, so this morning, uh, this is a different story, but this morning, uh, I go running with my brothers every morning at like five o'clock. Um, and so we got up this morning and we, I was like three quarters of the way there and I had to poop so bad. I had to turn around and go back home because I had to poop so bad. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a quick wow. story. That's what that means. That sounds like a mi- that sounds like a miserable run. It was terrible. It was I could, went really fast on the way back though. 
I yeah, almost pooped, I almost pooped my pants several times. No, yeah, but there's the pressure building. Yeah, I had to step. No, I, had, like it's, I, I had to it's, stop a couple of times because I almost pooped my pants. Regather yourself. Yeah, squeeze it you back know, up. Yeah, you know how you do that. It's like about to come in. You have to stop and like clench with every yeah. muscle you have. Yeah, and it just yeah. like stays yeah. for a little bit, and then you're good, and you run for like another five feet, and then it's like, oh, here comes again. You're like, you're like, oh, I don't know, and then your legs are like, I got this. <laughs> How did this turn into this? Anyway, back to my original story. Sorry, my brother texted me. I had to bring that up. <laughs> um, so when I was in high school, these are wait, these are things that Hunter gets texted regularly <laughs> from my brother. <laughs> no poop breaks, he says. Um, so. I was in high school, cross country, uh, and there's this little park that we always would run and practice at, and uh, this particular day we had a meet here um, at this park, and there's only one tiny little bathroom in this whole park, and it's this tiny little building that just has, you know, like a couple of stalls, Um, and so we go in there, and we're all getting changed getting ready to, you know, race. So we're getting our uniforms, we're going to the bathroom, we're doing a bunch of stuff. But there's like, you know, 15 of us guys in there because it's our whole team. Um, And apparently this person who works for the park, uh, he drives around in this gator. I could see him out the door, like all the way across on the other side of the park. And he's just like booking it on this gator toward the bathroom. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this guy has some sort of park emergency. And so he's driving as fast as he can. And he whips around by the door and we're just like standing aside, looking out, like freaked out. Cause he's like panting and rushed over here. And he looks in and he goes, Hey, you guys messing around in there. And we're like, Oh my God. <laughs> We're like, uh, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, I've been in there a time or two. And blah, 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 blah. wait, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> he said, I have prior experience in this bathroom. I know what goes on. <laughs> I don't know what he was. I and. The, the part where I was speaking gibberish isn't actually what he said. That's just what I heard him say. He probably said something actual, but I couldn't make out what it said. And so me and, and one of the other guys on the team were just like, uh, okay. And then he just drove away. <laughs> we're like, what, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> well, you see, Hunter. I don't know if he gets like a lot of people in there like, you see, Hunter, when there's more people in there than there should be in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm and sure apparently, and apparently, he's been in there a couple times. He's been in there a time or two. Stuff has been going down. He's been in there a time or two. His park station. But I don't know. I don't know why he immediately jumped to that because, you know, this was a meet, and it's not a very big park. Uh, so, like, obviously, there's a lot of people there. There, yeah, and there was a track set up yeah and a course rather not a track um dude people are weird yeah and i'm like why do you immediately you you saw us run over here to get changed like why do you assume we're just being weird <laughs> so oh, that, man. that happened we almost got kicked out 
right before a meet because this guy had been in there a time or two and had <laughs> had been in there a time or oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, people would just they wow. Strange, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, what about ear thing? You uh you learned at an early age that confrontation is not a good strategy. Yeah. Um, that, is, that was instilled with you for the rest of your life. It literally has been, yes. I'm terrified to confront anybody about anything. Yeah, um, especially clowns. And Hunter. Um, but the... the <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, like, I don't know. I feel like... I've heard stories about me as a child that you I have. don't remember. Wow. Um, of times when uh, I would confront somebody, and, sure. and and you know, I don't I don't remember it. So apparently, nothing happened there. But uh, I I. Just, deeply remember one time when something did happen <laughs> and so uh i think i was in um third or fourth i'm gonna go no. with fourth probably fourth grade actually i think it was fifth because i think i was yeah i think it was fifth okay i was in fifth grade and it was at this <laughs> um I went to private Catholic elementary school. You were um, Catholic when you were a baby? No. Um, <laughs> that was just the school. Yeah, that, that explains it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it was a super small school. I think my class had like nine kids in it or eight maybe. Okay. And uh, we, were, we had like an indoor – recess because the weather was bad okay and so uh, we were at the top level so you had the fifth grade you had the fifth and sixth grade room you had a fourth grade room and a third grade room and then like a music room up there Mm -hmm. and so all those different grades are all on the same floor and at by that point they kind of let us like below you had like second and first grade and you know preschool and kindergarten and those in in those rooms like you were pretty much confined to those rooms yeah um if you had an indoor recess but in in the fifth grade like everyone on third fourth fifth like everyone just kind of interacted in the different rooms sure during yeah. indoor recess so i believe it was in the third grade room where i had we had just moved to this house and I'd just gotten this new neighbor who was a kid who went to uh, the school and he was a couple years younger than me so he was in third grade and we were in the third grade room and this kid in my class was making fun of him oh, no. because of the way he laughed and make it just make it very clear no one liked this kid in my class <laughs> um and so, and I had just befriended this kid. <laughs> and so, um, I think I, you know, I think I said something, I was like, 
hey, like, uh, you know, you don't, you know, don't need to make fun of him or anything just for the way he laughs or something. And, yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and I forget what he said, but I remember saying something like, I, he must have said something about like, oh, but his laugh's annoying or something. I was like, well, you can be annoying too. And, <laughs> and I don't know, a couple more things were said. Um, and <laughs> then I forget who started the pushing. Oh, oh, so this is, this is that kind of yeah. confrontation. So, so I, if I, I know the words. I don't think, I think, I don't think I pushed. If I, if I started it, I don't think I would have pushed. I think I was just like, just back off, you know, like, yeah, just, just go to another room or something. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, at any point some pushing started and then, you know, I wasn't looking for a fight. (laughs) Um, but a fight came to you but a fight came and I did not win that fight why not well you see from an early age I learned that confrontation is not a good strategy (laughs) oh that's where the title of the story comes from (laughs) so so I ended up (laughs) losing that fight and then and then teachers got involved and uh teachers started fighting the kids no (laughs) no they they uh they separated us and Uh, took us into separate rooms and interrogated us oh my uh, gosh (laughs) yeah and i (laughs) had a wonderful record and beautiful standing with the university and uh university (laughs) and what uh, year was this this was fifth grade. And, uh, and, uh, so like, I'm pretty much how I remember it going is whatever I told them was what happened. And so, um, so he got in trouble and I really didn't because I was sticking up for the kid and and, you lost uh, and I lost. (laughs) So it's been through enough punishment. Um, But yeah, so after that, I've never, you know, questioned anybody on anything. Oh, good. Yeah. No, that's 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 the good way to go. You, yeah. At first, you don't succeed. You just give up forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's really that's the American dream. That's <laughs> it's a dream. It's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, those were some good stories we had today. And this and this one I've got for next time. You'll want to hear it. I will want to hear it. I'm excited for it. And I'll have to think of one that'll top it. Okay, so uh, Bo, I heard that you recently watched a movie that you probably should have watched like 20 years ago. Um, Dude, I am 24 years old, and I don't think it came out 20 years ago. I think it came out in 2001. It came out in '99. Oh, did it? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I am right. So yeah, you could have watched this 20 years ago and you didn't. When I was three? Yeah, when you were three. I don't think it would have worked then. You're, you weren't three. You were four. Yeah, I was. No, you were born in 96. 
I was born in 95. 95, yeah. So 20 years ago was was 2000, Bo. Yeah, and it came out in 99. I, I said you could have watched it 20 years ago, which would have been 2000. So, oh, okay. And then I would have been four. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. It, three and, it doesn't matter. Three and four. This wasn't Winnie the Pooh, folks. <laughs> three and four doesn't make a difference. Well, I watched it when I was like probably nine or ten. Well, you see, Hunter, this movie is rated R. It and, is. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I didn't grow up in that household. My parents elected <laughs> me. I'm I, just I, saw, <laughs> I saw. I saw my first rated R movie in college. And I saw my first PG-13 movie when I was 14. Okay. So. Well, that's, that's within the age uh, boundaries. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, The Matrix, you watched for the first time. What'd yeah. you think? I thought. <sighs> it's awesome. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. It reminded me of, like, Inception. I mean, not. I shouldn't say that because it came out before it, but I saw yeah. Inception before I saw The Matrix. It has um, a similar kind of concept, I guess. Yeah. Well, and similar like visuals. Um, yeah. And and sound. And sure. Stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah. Um, How about that, Keanu Reeves? <laughs> I think that might be. The first movie I've ever seen Keanu Reeves in. Are you serious? Have you ever, you've never watched any movie ever? No. <laughs> I'm gonna, wow. let me, let me look up Keanu Reeves and see what he's been in. Because I don't, I mean, he does, I like, I was watching the movie and I was like, he, he's not like a recognizable, um, like that's not someone like I see and I think, oh yeah, he's famous. What? <laughs> he's Keanu Reeves. No, but I, you know what I mean. Like I don't like I saw him in the movie and I and I was like not distracted by him as an like like if I was watching a Will Smith movie, I spend the whole movie going, "That's Will Smith." I'll say that's probably the first movie I saw Keanu Reeves in, and then every movie after that, I was like, "That's the guy from The Matrix." But. See, I'm not even sure I now, would have known that Keanu Reeves was in The Matrix until I'm look I'm looking right now at his uh IMDb filmography. Oh, he was in Toy Story 4, so I, I must have I haven't heard, seen heard Toy Story 4 yet, but I must have heard his voice in You that. ever seen any of the John Wicks or Oh, I Ellen think I Ted? Oh. No, I didn't. I haven't seen those. I've seen. Uh, I think I saw the first John Wick. Or Speed. You ever saw Speed? No. Come on, um, that's my favorite Keanu Reeves movie. Apparently, there's a Matrix Four coming in 2022. Yeah, there is. <laughs> you never saw um, Point Break. No. You never saw anything. <laughs> Oh, apparently he was in The Replacements. I also haven't seen that movie. But I haven't seen that either. Well, no, I've seen like... I've seen like 45% of that movie. But not enough. Yeah, so I think think I've seen the first John Wick. I think I watched that in college at some point. That one's the best one. But I haven't seen the third one, so... 
I haven't seen anything after that. And I have, so I've seen Keanu Reeves in, based on this filmography, I must have heard his voice in Toy Story 4. And then I've seen him in the first John Wick and now The Matrix. And that's it. Yeah, well, watch more Keanu Reeves. I'll watch anything with Keanu Reeves in it. Really? The new SpongeBob, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I wasn't, like, overly impressed by Keanu Reeves in this movie. No, and you never really are. But (laughs) (laughs) the thing is, you just like Keanu Reeves for Keanu Reeves' sake. He looks so much different in in The Matrix. Yeah, because he doesn't have a beard. Or long hair. Yeah. And he's younger. But he looks like that in Speed, so... Well, I never. <laughs> oh, yeah. older than the Matrix. Speed is amazing. Is any of the Matrix sequels worth anything? Um, it goes downhill fast as they increase. So the first one's the best, second <laughs> one's the second best, the third one's the worst. It just, so you could have just said it progressively gets worse. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> it gets it gets worse as they increase. <laughs> In number, as they increase in number, like number one's the best, number two's the second best, and number three is the worst. Um, but they're all worth a watch, I guess. I mean, I, I liked them when I was a kid. Um, that blows my mind. Which what? I will say, that was like the tamest rated R movie I've ever watched. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I don't even think was their language. I don't remember. I don't think there. I don't remember. I think there well, was a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's language, but I don't think anything that justified an R movie. Well, maybe there might have been the F word a few times. I don't remember hearing it. I remember one time. The, well, I'll tell you what the um, the uh, the one thing I thought that might have automatically made it R is the fact that the lady like she shoots a guy in the face or something. Oh yeah, she's like and, dodge this. And and according to like the ratings, like if someone is shot or stabbed in the face or or something, like But he wasn't a real hard. person. That's not the point. Um it's the point. <laughs> it was a computer program. But he looked like a human. So that's the guy who played uh Red Skull, isn't it? Yeah, Agent Smith. Not the guy that got shot in the face, but the main bad guy, yeah. Yeah, the main bad guy. Yeah. That is the guy that played Red Skull. Uh, so overall... what Overall, was... I was very confused, I would say, for the most part. It's it's kind of like a, a movie you got to watch a couple of times to really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, I... Uh... I, you shouldn't I, be totally confused, though. No, I think by the end, I had kind of got it. Well, that's kind of how movies work, Bo. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the first hour, hour and a half move of that movie, I was tired. Yeah. Like, because I was like, this is so much information for me to try to process. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're kind of like the audience kind of parallels with Neo because Neo, like the first hour and a half is like, what the, what is going on? Yeah. You know? And then the audience is also like that. So, yeah. But the, but the, the, uh, the cinematography, like the, the effects, the, Mm -hmm. the the visuals Mm -hmm. that, um, the scene where they, they're like, uh, 
it's a it's a shoot off in the building and there's yeah. just stuff flying oh everywhere. yeah and slow yeah i mean everything i will say i i <laughs> i grew up you know we played dodgeball matrix yeah. references were right. everywhere cool and that's all i knew about the yeah. movie is that you could move in slow motion well i feel like things. the visuals and the action sequences specifically were so influential toward everything that came after that mm. with the slow-mo the the I don't know, 360 roundabout shots, mm. you know, all that stuff I feel like is really influential. And you can see that in a lot of other action movies. Yeah. But I, I mean, I thought it was good. Um, yeah. I wasn't like dying to see the next one. Well, honestly, to me, I feel like the matrix kind of, it, <laughs> It doesn't completely wrap up in that first movie, but they should have. <laughs> it didn't completely wrap up, but it didn't leave anything open. Well, it did because like the machines are still out there and they didn't actually win against the machines, you know. Yeah, I guess. So they they might have defeated the the the, you know, agents, but they haven't like defeated the machines the machines or anything. So there's still that to worry about, but I, I spent a lot of my time trying to figure out what was actually true because I couldn't tell, you know, Lawrence Fishburne is telling me that yeah. everything is a construct, but how do I know that what he's, what he is in isn't a construct. Ooh. And I think that's like one of the themes of the whole movie. It's like, how do we know what's real? And was yeah. not, and it's like, oh, that's such a good question. Because <laughs> like, if you can, if you see, taste, touch, and everything you're, you're sensing feels real, oh, how I do you know it's not? What? I have a big problem with this movie. What? I don't like for this movie for how complicated and this world it has and all of that. It reduced itself to the cheesy cliche, he's dead, but now I kissed him and now he's alive. <laughs> I know, I know. And I have a major problem with that. Well, the thing is that he never really died. <laughs> I don't care. The, the sentiment is that he flatlined like and, then, and then she's like, I love you, though, even though there's been nothing up to that point to suggest that yeah. either of them. And then she kisses him, and it's like, oh, my goodness, he's, his heart is beating again. <laughs> he is little... the one. He cannot die. <laughs> <laughs> my problem was always, like, the oracle's like, he's not the one. And then it's like, oh, but he is the one. No. <laughs> Yeah, the, that that is another thing because you you're like trying to the between what's truth and what's not. Yeah, it's like oh, so she told him he's not the one because that's what he needed to get yeah. in order to believe that he was the one. So he because if he was the one, he would have been like I'm the one. He would have been all cocky, and then he would have died. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he was the one anyway. It's a it's it was a ride. It was a bit of a ride. 
<laughs> but it's classic, man. You know? Can you no, see why I, it's a classic? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see... Yeah, I can see why people like like the movie. Yeah. I love that movie. I need to watch it again. Last time I watched it was in college for my philosophy and theology and film. Oh, I remember... I think we watched a scene from it or something, but I don't remember. I think maybe just like the red pill or blue pill. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because did you take... Uh... I took it with Burson. Oh. Well, yeah, I guess he liked that scene too. But I was thinking of the other guy. Oh, you took a philo- you took a philosophy and film class. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I took him. That was just philosophy. Oh. So maybe so we didn't focus on the whole film, just the. No, that 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 was a good class though. We got to watch a movie every week. Yeah. And then we write a paper on it. Um. Anyway, yeah, so I guess what was your biggest highlight from the movie? The biggest thing you took away or the biggest thing you liked? Honestly, I just the, like I said, the cinematography, the sound editing, the like yeah. all the all of the effects, all of that I thought was super like intricate. Yeah. Like I said, it reminded me of like Inception. Yeah. Um, and how they you know, made a master, like it made a masterpiece out of a world. <laughs> um, I, I did the, um, the guy, the guy who goes rogue. Um, Oh, the, uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Mouse. No, not mouse. Mouse is the good guy. Like rodent or something like that. Cypher. Cypher. Whatever. Um, <laughs> no, but he, I found that interesting because I, I felt like that's kind of, I could see, I, I liked how there was a believability to why he was doing it because yeah. I was like, I, I mean, obviously like, <laughs> I don't understand exactly why he was killing everybody he was with, but, um, but he was, it, it was kind of like looking back now and it was part of that. Is this the, is this the construct or is, is yeah, that? Cause he's like, why do we want to live in a world? If, that's if I would, <laughs> I just, I just do whatever this guy tells me to do it. Cause it, his, his whole thing was like, you know, here I just kind of do what Morpheus tells me to do mm-hmm. as opposed to, yeah, it might not be like a real world or whatever, but I'm choosing what to do. Right. Like the <laughs> And you're not always having to run from machines and whatnot. And yeah. Yeah. It's like uh yeah, if, if he would have told me what this really was, I'd have told him to go shove that blue pill up his yeah. whatever which yeah. one. Um The red pill is which, the one yeah. you take if you wanna actually go out of the matrix. Whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, that was my biggest takeaway from it. My biggest problem was the kiss to save his life. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's the nineties. It's cliche. Uh, <laughs> but I think my favorite thing is just the choreography oh, and the, yeah, like the martial arts. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I I just love it. I could watch it all day. <laughs> And I had a question. What? 
How do Morpheus's glasses stay on his face? It's the Matrix. That's how. <laughs> he wants them to float there. I don't know. <laughs> I was so con- that was my biggest. That was of all the confusing things in the movie. The biggest thing I was confused about is how are those glasses staying on his face right? Maybe now? he used like gorilla glue. <laughs> I put them on his nose because <laughs> they didn't have any wires to connect to his ear. No, it didn't. It was just literally like, just floating. It was just floating off of his. I mean, there was a bridge for his nose. That's where the gorilla glue was. Eyeglasses. Uh, yeah it was uh yeah that also that movie inspired like the like everybody's leather fetish and that's why everybody wanted to wear like a leather trench coat you know yeah no it definitely the costume design of i mean it was all very like uniform and yeah created this world of yeah like dark yeah but you know like every action movie not everyone, but a lot of action movies after that in the early 2000s and stuff, they were all like, oh, everybody loved the Matrix costumes, so now we got to do like long leather trench coats, black trench coats, and and leather suits and everything, like X-Men. And, and, and little spectacles. Yeah, like X-Men the next year, like all their suits were just black leather, you know, and <laughs> everybody was just really into black leather after that. Like the Punisher, black leather trench coat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen. I've seen Days of Future Past. I think that's the only X Men I've seen. Oh, that's the best one. <laughs> so at least that's, that's the best one. Yeah, that's what. That's what I was like. Oh, that's pretty good. But then I like tried watching another one. I was like, I can't get into this. <laughs> if you compare them all to Days of Future Past, yeah, you can't watch. <laughs> that's the best one. Yeah. Well, it's okay. just so. I wish that they had one writing team like a writer's room that just had a plan like the mcu for the entire like x-men saga because it well now they might disney owns fox well now that disney owns them yeah they might do something but they're just it's like every like they had something going there for a while the first class and and days of future past and then it kind of got messed up after that and got muddled and stuff but i just wish that they had just clear direction. It's it's like the Star Wars trilogies. Like the prequels are the only ones that were planned out. Like, and I wish X Men was like that. Yeah, you know, no, I. They didn't know where they were going, and they're just I, like, "We'll get to it when we get to the next movie." Yeah, well, that's what I remember. I'm not even sure. I remember really wanting to see Days of Future Past, having not seen any X Men movies. Yeah, and I went and saw that in theaters. And I thought that's really good. And I've tried here delicious. and there. Oh, what? It was um, delicious. It was a great movie. Okay. Because um, well, they brought Wolverine into that prequel kind of. It, they had everyone in that movie. Yeah, that's and that was great. It's like that's how X Men should be. You should have all all the characters all the time. Um, but then like I'll try it like here and there if something was on TV if one of the movies was on I'd turn it on and see if I could like get into it and I never mm-hmm. could. And that's why it's like, cause some of those X-Men, they try to rely on certain characters instead of using 
the X-Men, like the whole team, you know, because mm. like the original movies, they try to rely so much on Wolverine, which everybody loves Wolverine. Hugh Jackman's great. I have seen, um, I saw the Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine? No. Or, or the Wolverine. The Wolverine and Logan. I don't like the Wolverine. I thought Logan was pretty good. Um, yeah, there's just... It's just all messed up because, like, obviously Wolverine was everyone's like favorite character, and he's great, and that's great. But it's yeah. X Men, and it's not just Wolverine. <laughs> so, like, Days of Future Past was great that they brought back Wolverine. They're like, let's have you, but he wasn't like the main focus. And Hugh movie. Jackman's butt. Yeah, we got to see Hugh Jackman's butt, which is like a dream come true. But um, <laughs> it's not like. <laughs> They put him in because obviously, like, yeah, this would be great to see Wolverine interact with all these characters. And it was, but it didn't overshadow all the other characters of the movie like it usually does when they throw Wolverine into an X-Men movie. You know, see, so that's why I, that I have no frame of reference for that because I've okay. not seen I'm any of the you. other movies. That's um, okay. <laughs> I thought Days of Future Past was great. Yeah. And, see, and, and if they set up every movie like that where they're like, let's develop every character and not just this one and expect them to carry the whole movie. Yeah. And you got something great going. That's like, if you had, that's like if the Avengers would have done like age of Ultron, but we're only going to focus on Iron Man. Right. Yeah. And I mean, even Endgame, like everybody was, uh, before, before the movie came out, everybody was so worried because they were going to have all these characters together. They're like, we're not going to be able to focus on, you know, each character. Give it. Well, and technically half of the characters weren't really in Endgame. Which is, you know, fine. In Infinity War they were. Yeah. Except even, for like Ant-Man. Even then, like. You know, I feel like they did a good job of diversifying and and trying to focus on key players here and there. And like, it wasn't. They had different situations. They yeah. weren't all shoved together. They had Guardians, Iron yeah. Man, and Spider Man, and Doctor Strange in one part. But even there, they weren't trying to focus too heavily on one specific character. They were still trying to to get across that no. everyone is. And in, those movies, you know, Infinity Wars like two and a half hours, and End Games over three hours, and they go so stinking fast. Yeah, because you've got all these different storylines. Right, that feel like you just right. spent three hours watching a movie. Because like, it feels like you spent 45 minutes learning about each character. Yeah, like Endgame is not only solely focused on Iron Man or Captain America, even though they might be the biggest players in the movie. Or Hawkeye. And Hawkeye is pretty big, and, and everybody gets their, gets their due in that movie, you know? Well, except for half the people who got axed. I'm talking about the people that are in the movie, Bo. I'm not no, no, but no, but I'm saying in game. You said in game the concern was, and the truth is, they had less characters to work with in Endgame than they did in Infinity War. Right. But even when all those characters came back, you didn't feel like, oh, they just came back and they played no role. Like they came back and they actually did some stuff with the little time that they had. You know. Yeah. <laughs> And I felt like they just did a good job of giving everybody their their time and saying this is a team movie. This isn't this isn't an Iron Man movie. This isn't a Captain America movie. This isn't which is Black Widow movie. Which Although, is all, Captain all, America: Civil War 
was supposed to be a Captain America movie, and it was he- heavily almost an Avengers movie. It was basically an Avengers movie, but it was from the perspective of Captain America. Mostly. Uh, it was Captain America's story. He was the protagonist. I mean, you always get Captain America's story in any movie that Captain America's in. He was the protagonist of that movie. Yeah, he was a main character. Yeah, he was the protagonist of Captain America's The War. That's well, why so was Iron Man. No, I'd say he was the antagonist. If you look at it from a storytelling perspective, I know technically the bad guy of the movie is Zemo. And yes, he, he caused a lot of the, the tension and the action, but the real antagonist versus protagonist is Iron Man versus Captain America. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's the Matrix. <laughs> In short, the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've talked about all of those. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we also watched this movie. Okay. So I'll start this off by saying um, if you um, like to watch things <laughs> that have unsatisfying endings ask hunter what he's watching what (laughs) what i'm watching yeah ask hunter what's he ask hunter what he is watching if you want to watch something and be unsatisfied with the ending of it why do you say that because (laughs) everything i watch (laughs) because everything you told me defending jacob was a great show and it it was was until and i didn't know that it was gonna end like that how was i supposed to know and then he said, hey, watch this movie. And I was like, that's the end? And then <laughs> and then there's like another show I watched because of you. And I was like, is that it? And what? Like, what was I don't that? remember. I watched too much stuff. You don't even but. know. You can't even give evidence. You gave one example. <laughs> I gave two examples. And it's, well, this it's one... It's not supposed to have a satisfying ending. It's American Son. It's Neither on was that. defending Jacob, but that doesn't mean I'm satisfied because it wasn't supposed to No, but to defending be. Jacob is different because they were just trying to be weird and artsy. Like, this one was actually, like, making a point, you know, which is – it's terribly sad, but that's the point, you know? <laughs> but this, this movie is very theatrical, didn't you feel? Like not not like a theater, like a movie theater, but like an actual like it felt like a play almost. No, like whole- yeah, it was it was it was it was almost felt like a like it was like a one shot in real yeah, time because it was all in the same room and there was no skips there in was, time and there were like five characters. Yeah, well, and no, it was it the the time characters. the timeline was all in one night and it was it was like real no, time. It, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't all in one night. It was like, here's like all this, in an hour and a half. Po- at this point, and here's the next hour and a half of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. This is an hour and a half long movie. So, anyway, the basic premise is um, this mom, played by Carrie Washington, uh, calls the police because her son is missing. Um, he took off with the car and he was supposed to be home before like midnight or something. And he never came home. Uh, and she's really worried about him. So she called the police and the police aren't doing anything about it. So she went down the station, blah, blah, blah. And she's Which, waiting there. 
I will say in any missing person situation, the protocol is 48 hours. Right. Also, I hate that that is 48 hours. Like, can you, can you imagine how long, like, if no, someone I'm not is saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying for the premise of the movie purposes, I, I could understand. I like, I understand why she's, upset and i also yeah. understand why they're like in any missing person case like it's 48 hours yeah i know i hate i hate that though it's i think that needs to change because that's ridiculous because could you imagine it, it, it like someone who actually goes missing they might be hurt and the protocol is you gotta wait 40 48 hours until no i think like, they could think, die no for sure i think there should be <sighs> I think there should be exceptions to the rule. Exactly. Um, if there's, if you know, it's like a case of supposed to be home by midnight yeah. and now it's 10 a.m. and he's not. Yeah. I mean, it, it, because I, I think the reason that rule is in place is because then you would have constant, like, like the overprotective parents who say um, – my kid's missing, and, and now you gotta go find them, and they've I been gone for an hour. I understand that, but yeah, but just to have, there should be like an exception. Well, and in this Lost. case, you know, with her son, you know, being African American and out late in a car that had a bumper sticker on it like that, and you can understand why she'd be like super worried, super scared. Well, and had been pulled over. Yeah, so and he like had been pulled police over. Well, she didn't know, know that at that point. Oh, wait. No, she did because she got the call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, At yeah. that point, if, 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 if she doesn't know where he is and he's been pulled over, then I think that's an exception. Yeah. Because the police have seen him since he was gone. Ah, uh, yeah. Honestly, what I hate is just, like, the lack of information she was allowed to receive – um, yeah, and I think a lot of that was again policies. But then her husband came, and the guy told him everything. I and then was like super racist and like. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I th- there was a. I actually I had a back and forth because part of it it was like I understand, and part of it I was like this dude doesn't get it. Um, well, you know that's how it is. It's not like he was willfully trying to be racist but that's what ended up happening you know yeah no well see but even then there were there were a couple things he said and i was like dude are you are you trying because yeah honestly there was a couple times it's like dude i feel like 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 (laughs) like you gotta know come on like if you were racist you would still know not to say that exactly but but no i the thing with the dad he didn't know what the um, what the lieutenant looked like, and the guy comes comes in with a badge, and I'm sure he just assumed that that was the lieutenant. Not saying that he was right in doing that because he should have verified that it was yeah. indeed the lieutenant before just telling him. Um, but then he thought that you know this guy could help him with his career, so he started giving more information, offering to help him. Like, can I get yeah. you coffee? Can I do this? Yeah, and it's yeah like, at that point, like, what? yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like that was just pissing me off. Yeah. Um, throughout the whole thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because there was just constantly that. 
and then the husband. Like I said, there was a back and forth that. of like, of yeah. like, okay, I get why he's doing that, but then also like, dude, what's wrong with you? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it does, you know, it continually gets more intense because, you know, there's just more tension between. Uh, yeah, the mom the, and the mom and husband. the dad are separated. The mom and dad are separated, and the dad is, you know, enabling racism without admitting it and saying like, "Oh, blah, 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 this is not," you know, and just doesn't see the hardship or the real situation that his son is in right now, and blaming his son for the situation that he's in. Yeah, just blah blah blah. Well, and then the video gets yeah, the and then there's that video, online. and they're both freaking out. Which, uh, at that point, I didn't understand why, at that point, the dad is... I don't... I, I guess I don't know how much... Uh, spoilers. So, I don't... At that I point, think we I, already got in spoilers by this point. <laughs> I mean, but... I, I don't know. Anyway, I, don't, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get why the dad got arrested at that point. Because I didn't feel like he did anything major. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he didn't like, I I, I, I could kind of see it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he was being really aggressive and he almost like <laughs> assaulted that, that younger cop. I just remember him like slapping away hands. Like I don't remember him like attacking them. He almost did. I wouldn't say quite got there but he was being very aggressive <laughs> but um, after you see that video i completely understand why yeah well no i i mean i because, completely understand why because too. I, I would you, probably you pulled over in a traffic stop i now have a video of the traffic stop can and you and can it, you get information on the traffic stop please right like this the video came back and it's at like, this point this, at this is probably my son and I heard shots fired. I need yeah. to know what happened. Blah, blah, blah. And at this point, it was like six or seven in the morning, and this stop was made at two. So and this cop that was supposed to come in and tell them information still hadn't come in because yeah. he usually comes in at eight. <laughs> no, that was the lieutenant. The lieutenant was there then when he arrested the um, husband. The Right. But I meant like, oh, the yeah, but he came in guy. while the guy was blowing up on the younger cop. That's true. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's just that just whole situation. I feel like when there's all that information available to the public, it needs to be shared immediately, regardless of who does the sharing of it. You know? No, but when that like, when that avail when that information when there's a video now out online on yeah. social media, I feel like the cops already should know what happened at the stop. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, they definitely they, they definitely knew. They just weren't telling them. Yeah, and that's what I was pissed about too. Ugh, this movie just like it raises your blood pressure so much because you're just <laughs> like, why is everyone so stupid? Um, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, and it, and it, you know, it turns out that their son was shot and killed and like Which, they, they had no idea and it happened like maybe four hours before, yeah, you know, yeah. they actually found out. 
the 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 situation that was described, I didn't think it was an intentional thing. Well, I don't think it always is intentional. You know, I don't think that makes you know, like I didn't think like I didn't think that the. I thought it was an unfortunate what happened, but I don't. I didn't think it was like the cop purposely did this because of. Well, no, that makes sense. But I don't think it always is like that, you know. No, for sure. I just know that that's. I it, <laughs> the way that people use things for agendas. Yeah, it's just, and I don't like. It's a tough. It's a tough subject. Yeah. Which is um, why I think this is like a really important movie because it, it makes you think about this stuff and you know, it doesn't it doesn't give you like a clear cut, you know, this is what happened and this is why it happened. because um, it really needs to make like tries to make you think about it. Like it wasn't a white cop that killed Yeah, you know, it, you know yeah. You know, it wasn't a white cop that killed a black kid because, you know, of necessarily racial reasons. Like it was a black cop and we don't know why, you know, it happened. It could have been because he was nervous. He jumped. It could have been for a lot of things. We don't really know. Well, the, the way it was described was the, the reason that they had been pulled over is because he had witnessed the mm-hmm. one guy buying drugs. Sure. Um, and uh, cause there were three, there were three people in the car their son and then two other, um, two other guys. And, um, he had seen the one buy drugs and, and he had already had a, like warrant out for him or or like a a past. Mm -hmm. And so he pulled him over because he had seen what he had done. Right. And got the license, went back, and then the one guy gets out and starts coming towards the car, right? Coming towards the police officer, which is like a red flag. Yeah. Um, and then he he was able to the the police officer, you know, just had him down on the ground. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy gets out of the car and starts walking back. Mm-hmm. And then. The the kid who wasn't doing well, I thought the other two got out and they were like putting their hands on their head, and they were trying to you know not I cause thought, problems. I thought he had said that the other one had gotten out and started walking back towards the car, and then the son had gotten out and was trying not to cause problems. Um, I thought it was both of them, but I don't remember. This is what. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just it was saying. A while ago, but I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying that I, in that position, I could see why the cop did what he did. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a question, and I think that it's really more of a question about like how police use their weapons and when, and and how they should respond to situations rather yeah. than. No, yeah, because the the I think what they say he started running away, and so at that point I don't think you necessarily need to fire, right? A gun. And, and that's maybe that, I think okay. that's what it's getting at. That's what yeah. it's getting at. It's like okay, you pulled your gun, you immediately fired. Uh, 
was that the best case in this scenario when you don't see weapons on anybody? Um, well, that's what they said. They were unsure because he, he said that he was unsure that there was a weapon in the vehicle, but he never saw physical evidence of a weapon on anybody. You know, but yeah. to immediately just pull your weapon and fire. I think that's a that's definitely no, very no. When when the when it's running away. I I think my first instinct. I mean, you know, I'm not a cop, but the I, my first instinct would be like a taser or something. Yeah, and not and not or or that should be the protocol. Or you know, like uh, you know, pull something and then you know have a warning or something. You say, "What are you doing? Stop!" Blah blah blah. Yeah, like you know, I don't know. I just feel like in those kind of situations. I think cops need a little more pressure to respond with a cool, calm head rather than just be, their base instincts. You know, more training put in place. I yeah, because I think it's just it's too instinctual, and then innocent people get hurt. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's I think there's a big there's a big need for. Yeah, more, more training and reform training for, um, and you know nobody's saying and that how this to handle situation. Yeah, and nobody's saying that this cop or, you know, in this situation was intentionally trying to go out and stop these three kids and kill them. Like uh-huh. that's that's not what the movie's getting at. I think it's raising a bigger question of like, how do we fix these problems that happen so often? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more it's more how do we keep everybody safe? Because this situation happens not just this one time, it happens frequently and we see yeah. it so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think it's like a really important movie because it raises that question and it's like how can we talk about this together to fix this big issue? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Because yeah, it's definitely and it's sad and it's meant to be sad you know and that's why it's unsatisfying for you (laughs) i i don't mean i just (laughs) i didn't mean like unsatisfying like you know i just know i know know what you (laughs) i I just meant that the ending is very abrupt it it is it and it and it leaves you like oh my gosh i did not think that that was gonna help I was going to be honest. I didn't, I didn't think that's how the movie was going to end. And yeah. I didn't, and I want to know what happened after. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that is intentional for, you know, the point that it's trying to make, but also, yeah, it's, it's terribly sad and unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, definitely uh, an important movie, I think, right now uh, with everything that's going on, regardless of what you believe. I think it's just important to talk about it. Um, No, at the very least, conversations. Yeah, yeah. Because, so here's the thing. (laughs) Why? On my other podcast, we talked about how we should have called it Here's the Thing because I say it too much. But the... um, (laughs) My background is not diverse because like many small towns in America, right? Like you can, you can look up the statistics 
the area I am from is like 97, 98% <laughs> white. Yeah. It's 1.2% black. It's 0.7% Hispanic and then 0.4% other. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I was talking with, um, a couple years ago, I did an interview with um, uh, Propaganda, okay. who is a spoken word artist and political activist. Mm-hmm. And I was I was just asking him questions because we were at Indiana Wesleyan University, which the diversity rate isn't <laughs> as skewed, but it's not that much different. Yeah. Um, and I was just asking him questions about, you know, um, like in the in the white community, what can we do? Mm-hmm. What What would you say are best practices? Yeah. And he told me because <laughs> I told him I was I you know I told him the same thing. I said you know my area is you know ninety eight percent white. Right. And I just right. want to know what to do in an area like this to help the situation. Sure. Yeah. And he was basically like, why are you guys even talking about the situation? He's like, this isn't, you, you don't have any minorities in your community. So clearly you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so he was, so his whole thing was kind of like, why do you guys have an opinion on what is best for that? Yeah. And I, I and that was, and that was kind of to me, I was like, part of me was like, Okay, but it would be nice to know like how to help. But the, <laughs> but the other part of me was like, you know, that's kind of a fair point. Why does why why yeah why, why is our community talking about what we need to do about this because we don't right have this and issue. that's why I I think it's really um, beneficial and really important to to seek out people who are different than you, a different race, different beliefs, different anything, you know, and no, it is really talk to them, try to see their perspective. Cause then you can start to see a fuller picture. Cause you can only talk from your perspective and the things that you've lived with your privileges and your background and anything that you have. Uh, yeah. So you can't speak and say something that isn't happening just because you haven't experienced it. And that's what the big thing I think around, I think that's a big thing around that area. It's such a small town. Everybody knows all the cops and we right. know they're all decent people. Right. You know? Um, and so no one, so everyone's quick to defend police. And it's like, I'm not saying they're all bad. Yeah. I'm saying something, some change needs to happen. Right. Um, Nobody's trying to and, go and, target and, specific and, people groups, you know. And well, the media is, but the <laughs> <laughs> but I was like I was like, but you can see if that's all you know is that you know police officers and have never had a bad experience with Exactly. Like if these are the only police officers you've ever had experience with and they're all yeah, great guys and the and you know, there's been no. And, and similarly at Indiana Wesleyan, I remember getting asked one time in a class or something, it was like, what percentage of Marion do you think 
you know, what are the demographics? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the general consensus of the class was, we were like, oh, I think it's like probably like 40% black, you know, 50% white, 10%. Yeah, I don't and even think it's like that. That's not even how it said, is. No, it? it is. It's like 16% black. Yeah. Yeah. That's and we were like, and we were like, what? <laughs> and he was like, this is, you're just in the area where most of that demographic lives. Right. And so it's like, that's been our experience is we thought the city was way more diverse. Yeah. Because we lived in the most diverse part of the city. Right. Right. <laughs> um, it's just all, it's, it's just crazy how much is based on what is immediately around you. Right. And that's why, you know, I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not Trump in here. I don't think the media is the enemy, (laughs) but I think it's the media's responsibility because the media does affect, I mean, the media is going for ratings and it's, and polarizing viewpoints get ratings. Uh-huh. And I think in an effort, when you're in an area that's 98% white, yeah, the way that you, you can't go find some, and, 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 <laughs> and you don't want to go up and just find someone so that you can say you have, a right. black friend right right to be your token friend that you go exactly. to for all yeah. your questions about everything right but when you come from an area 98 percent white there's no one to go find mm-hmm. so the only thing you have is media or social media to reach out and like videos and sure music and and i think those are um great but, things but it's not the personal relationship and it's hard to right build that I mean, it took, honestly, if you, like, my my experience from in high school to then going and living at Indiana Wesleyan to then mm-hmm. going and living in Lafayette to then going and living in Noblesville. Right. And all along that time, you know, finding influences here and there. Um, yeah. On social media and, like, podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It takes time to build that, thing, yeah. to get out of that system of right. thinking because what you've been taught your whole life. Yeah, because if you if you grow up and you stay in the same place, surrounded by the same exact people who think the same exact way that you do, how are you going to grow or learn anybody else's perspective? You know, that's that's why you got to be extra intentional about about really trying to understand i think that's that's the biggest thing that needs to happen listening is listening and really deeply trying to understand rather than reacting to you know certain keywords and phrases like like if people hear the word racism they automatically don't want to be associated with that so if anybody says privilege they think they're being discounted exactly so if anybody uses those kind of words to describe anything about them (laughs) we won't even we won't even get into they don't want to be associated at all so they immediately react and and you know with anger and rather than trying to understand where this is coming from but yeah i think just from being in that area to now, I mean, the change for me just specifically has been considerably different. 
yeah. to what I think about issues now, as opposed to when I was where I was raised, Democrats are the devil. And right. I and I'm very much like I've taken the you know I'm not I'm not I hate politics. Yeah. <laughs> so I just take the test. I took like the test that was like it gives you like I don't know twenty issues and you pick like mm-hmm. here's what I would do here here here. Yeah. And my my line if you've got left and right is dead center. <laughs> yeah. And that's and but that's a sin where I'm from. You're supposed to be right. <laughs> You know, and you know, I come from a family that's very similar to that. But I think that it's it's honestly very dangerous to be loyal to a political party rather than a set sure. of ideals and a set of uh, values. Because I when think- you're when you're just when you're just loyal to a political party, whether it's Republican or Democrat or whatever in between. You know, yeah, if you're just loyal to that rather than looking at someone's values, someone's ideals, uh, do they really line up with what you believe and what you think? I think then that gets really dangerous because, you know, you're just saying that this person's Republican or this person's a Democrat, so they're automatically the person that I want and they're going to be in my best interest and everybody's best interest. I think the you know? political parties is – we. We don't like to deal with complex issues. We like to box them up so that we understand them. And the political, right. party, and the political right. parties so allow us to have like, a box to put it in. So people are like, I believe these certain things, which typically are you know Republican values or typically are Democratic values. So I'm always going to vote Republican or Democrat without researching who this person actually is because they have those same ideals that I have. But that's not or Or literally just one because yeah. that seems to be – the current state is, oh, well, he's he's against abortion, so I'm going to vote for him. Yeah. And, and it's like, I, but I what that, about every other I, issue? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's also very dangerous when you just look at the one issue and, and say, like, there are that's a the lot thing. of issues. Yeah. And say, like, <laughs> that's the thing that I absolutely will not do. But then, because <laughs> you, you can say, okay, this guy approves of abortion and I don't like that. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to vote for him, but then you go and vote for someone else who has all these other things wrong, but you'll vote for them because they are pro life. It's like, that doesn't so much add up either because you got to look at more of the, we're, uh, we're complex beings. We, we, we've become very, if you think this, that means you believe all of these things Mm -hmm. and it's like but we're humans yeah (laughs) it's like hey but that's not necessarily you know or you know like in the movie they talked about how you know they'd sent him to like that prep school or whatever and he's Mm -hmm. the only black kid and he felt like he was the face of the race because because when that's the only black kid you know that's who you go to for all of your right. thoughts on what's happening. That's and your and, face of and, the race. Yeah. And and we're all and we're all humans with different thoughts. So yeah. one one person who thinks something isn't gonna necessarily mean that someone who looks yeah. like them thinks the same way. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you can't you can't use one or two people to to represent an entire people group, you know? You have mm-hmm. to you have to look beyond that because people yeah people you are can complex. Use, you let me tell you you can use one or two people if you want them to represent that one or two people exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know so 
yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's a very powerful movie that, that launches discussions just like this. So. <laughs> and, and just while we're on the subject, uh, if you wanted something that's more light, not, you know, I don't mean, <laughs> I just meant, I was going to recommend Michael Che's stand-up special because... Is that not light? No, it's... I, I, I mean, like, it's comedy. So, oh, like, okay. the, like, if you, if you <laughs> yeah. don't want a, a heavy drama... Okay, yeah. But you, but you also want something else about this. Like, I have watched Michael Che's stand-up special I don't know how many times. Uh-huh. It is so stinking good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> and, and his bit on <laughs> Black Lives Matter is amazing. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I forgot about that. When he's like, Black Lives Matter. That's a controversial statement. He's like, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Just matter. <laughs> Not matter more than you. Just matter. Black Lives Matter. That's where we're starting the negotiations. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, gay people are fighting for equal rights. Like, equal rights. Like, Every he's like, how are someone saying? I think we should all have equal rights, and other people are like, no, <laughs> nope. And, 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 the, and he was like, in the sixties, we were fighting for civil rights. Like, just be civil. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, and I I think that's a that's a good way to start that conversation too. So yeah, I just that I definitely just, helps. It just blows my mind as someone who, you know, I learned about history in school. And for me, the 1800, like 1892, 1964, it all, it like, again, with what's immediately around you, I wasn't around for any of that. That all seems like ancient history to me. It doesn't, right. like, I don't, I have no frame of reference for how far apart those years are. Mm-hmm. So growing up and learning from the same history book <laughs> yeah. about, about World War II and about Lewis and Clark and Columbus yeah. and the civil rights movement. Right. To think that it all kind of gets lost over, you know, <laughs> to think that it's 2020 and we're still like, Hey, racism's bad, and people are like, "Hey, watch your mouth." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially. And, like, I don't understand how we're still here. And seeing, like, I you think, know, the pictures of the people who like have a picture of them protesting in the yeah. 60s, and now yeah. have a picture of them protesting now. I think, in some ways, it's it's almost harder now because you know, back then they acknowledge that racism exists at least but they were it was like, just but it was but just it, civil rights but it was okay <laughs> you know to be racist back then but now people don't even want to acknowledge that racism exists because they think happens. it's over because they think it's over and it happened in the past but it's still continuing on and things are still not good you know and I mean, so i mean it really puts in perspective when you go when you're like, wait a minute, this wasn't like my great grandma's life. This was like my dad's life. Yeah, this was like my dad when he was like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, 
it's just I I don't know. I'm just so frustrated mm-hmm. because I don't I feel like this isn't that hard. I mean I mean obviously it's a complex issue. Yeah. But the basis of it I feel is very simple. Well, it's hard because the 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 system has Yeah, exactly because the system was put in place and it's but I'm just Not talking. I'm just been derailed, you know. I'm just talking about I, like I get the system is a complex issue, but I'm just talking yeah. about people being racist, right? Yeah, like <laughs> that doesn't seem to be that hard of an issue. It's like don't be racist. Well, it's hard because people don't want to acknowledge when things are racist, or you know, instead of admitting that they are being racist, they'll defend what they said tooth and nail and get angry at you for confronting them about it, you know? Yeah. As we move off this topic, I did want to say, um, I know there's a lot, I mean, the investigation's taking place right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, you know, we reviewed, um, Crystalia's comedy special. Oh, yeah. Um, and forgot about that. And I, <laughs> man, I, I. This is getting tough. That guy has played. Uh, I know a sexual predator in a lot of different things. So we kind of should have seen it coming. <laughs> no, but man, it's it's getting to the point. It's like, man, is there anybody who's just like a decent human being anymore? I know it's it's rough. Like yeah. like I'm just sitting here waiting for the next guy who's gonna they're gonna say is yeah a horrible person yeah secretly yeah um, that's that's uh, upsetting and as hard as like you know it doesn't necessarily surprise me I guess just I don't know it does and it doesn't because like I feel like he's been so vocal about like against that. Yeah. But then also, like, he's playing these roles and this stuff, and it's like, oh, is he trying to, like, work stuff out through these roles that he's doing? It's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, it's, I mean, it's, it was just, yeah. it's just, it was just generally considered – I mean, he was really kind of hitting his stride and generally considered – he was a popular figure and generally considered a good guy. Yeah. And – then this comes out and obviously like investigations ongoing. I don't, we don't know all the details. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No, and, no. But, but amongst the news, it's just, it's tough. Yeah. This is a rough year. Isn't it? it dude, 2020 can, you can have it back. <laughs> I, <laughs> thanks God, but no thanks. Yeah. Like <laughs> good grief. I remember the, I remember new year's and I was like, you know, I actually think, you know, 2020, I like that number. Like, yeah. I think that's, I think this is going to be a good year. And yeah. then like, and then like January 7th hit and it's just been downhill. From yeah. I was, ha- I got a new job in January. Things started out so good. And then all of that went downhill immediately after that. Well, it, it was just like, it was like January 3rd and it was like, everyone was sick at work and then Kobe died yep. and then... Yep. Um, 
Then they shut down the country. And then, and then every, and then it was like, is this thing coming here? And then it was like, everything shut down. Yeah, it was like, is this thing coming here? And then the next day it was like, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's shut down. <laughs> yeah, and then it was like, here's here's three months of isolation for you. Yep, why don't you take and, some of that? And then... And then, hey, a race war on top of that. Yeah, hey, let's reignite. <laughs> we got a, we got. Oh my gosh, it's just no one's talking about the Australia fires anymore. <laughs> oh my, God. that's still a bad issue. But <laughs> oh my, <laughs> but like nobody remembers it now. <laughs> notice again. Notice how I didn't even mention we found UFOs and confirmed aliens. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah, they, I can say, but the main exist. story last year was Popeyes. I don't, <laughs> yep. I don't. Twenty twenty. I. I don't want this year. I'd rather return it and get a refund. This isn't what I paid for. I didn't pay for anything, but I still don't want it. <laughs> well, okay. Well, at least we could talk about Space Force. Yeah, have you seen Space Force? I've seen the first couple of episodes. And I've seen the first few, and I stopped I'm watching. Not impressed. <laughs> no, I yes. stopped watching it because well, me too. It should be. I feel like after two episodes, you should be engaged and want to watch more. I was so hyped about this show. Well, it's, it's Greg Daniels. It's created by. It's created and written by Steve Greg Carell. Daniels and Steve Carell. Yeah, and it's like. Come on. And, and, and the, the cast other show, isn't bad. It's honestly, Ben Schwartz. Yeah. And, no, it's got a good cast. John Malkovich, uh, Lisa yeah. Kudrow. Yeah, you know. which Lisa Kudrow is hardly in it. Is she really? I, I mean, I've only seen those first two episodes. So I don't yeah. Know. But, uh, but no, there's like maybe one funny thing in an episode. Yeah, and it's like I feel like the writing is much better in The Office, and that's kind of what I expect is that writing – going into this and honestly that other greg daniel showed upload uh yeah i was expecting that same kind of writing and it, it feels similar to space force where it's really not engaging and it's no. kind of funny but not enough to make me go like oh I love i'll watch show. i'll watch the rest of this <laughs> no i i i forced because i wanted to watch it so that i'd have it to talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm <laughs> And I forced myself to play like episodes three and four. Yeah, and I couldn't watch it anymore. I just thought it was gonna be different. I thought it was gonna be more satirical. I didn't think and they were actually gonna try to make like a, a show about space force. I thought it was gonna be way more satirical than that. Yeah, and I mean they got like there's in episode three or four there's an impersonator of AOC. Okay, and it's like dead on. Like that impressionist, I don't know who she. I think she might be her. I but <laughs> but the, but the no. I like you said. I thought it was going to be way more satirical, and it seems like they actually tried to build a show around this. Concept. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like they took Space Force seriously and were like, "Yeah, this is a show about it." <laughs> and, and Steve Carell has a horrible accent. Yeah, I can't tell what he's doing with his voice. He's like trying to be like tough and deep or something. Yeah, and it doesn't work. Nah, and John Malkovich's accent that he's trying to do is kind of weird too. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Yeah, we we just we couldn't really get into it. Uh, just because you know when you 
when you have a cast like this and a writing team like this, you expect so much more more out of the writing and and the general premise of the show and it just kind of fell flat and i was like that's sad (laughs) because i was really hyped for this show you know no i was super excited about this show and i'm like i can't it's not even watchable i can't Mm. even watch this i mean i could but i don't think i would like it (laughs) no no it's literally like like i'm like i cannot watch this show because I, it's I don't, too. I don't like watching boring. I don't like watching a show and and waiting for it to get better by the end of the season. No, for and, sure. Especially when it doesn't, and I'm pretty sure it won't. <laughs> no, yeah, I I'm like three, four, five episodes in, and, and nothing has changed. Which one? Three, four, or five? I don't know. I you know I threw it on. I yeah. try. I let it run for a bit. And, yeah. And was like okay i can't in, do a, in essence this is the same feeling i got when i started watching upload because i heard from a couple did of you finish friends. upload no did you i did it gets oh. better okay well see but that's the thing i, I hate waiting for it to get better but I just you, was you, better. It, see i got through like the first five episodes and then okay. episode six and seven is when it starts ramping up and then by the end it's like okay i'm ready i'm kind of ready for season two but i've heard it's like less of a comedy and more it's about like the story which is upload yeah no i think both of these like i was expecting comedy because it's great and steve carell i was expecting a satirical take on the space force concept and it's not funny but what we got was a genuine like premise with like a story a bogus idea about space force when i thought that it was just going to be this this almost absurd satirical take on space force yeah it's like they're taking a serious tone with a bogus idea instead of doing a bogus tone and still trying to make it funny yeah no that's what i think the biggest thing about upload and um space force the biggest disappointment has been i was expecting like office parks and rec not format but at least comedy at least that sort of writing style and that sort of riffing with that quick wit and everything And th- these shows aren't funny they're just they just fall flat you know or they try to be funny and it doesn't work yeah i mean they had an opportunity i just think they tried to get too realistic with it you know yeah yeah they tried to they tried to put too much structure around. i'm like you don't really need to be we're all on board that this is a crazy thing (laughs) rather than trying to build up a dramatic premise and then fill it with funny parts like make it absurd make it funny stuff like funny things that happen with the space world like think about funny things that can happen you know and and honestly i think they did but they're just not funny yeah it's like imagine they've got a monkey in space it's like yeah it's just not funny the way they did it's just not funny yeah they tried to make it funny yeah it's just like i don't know i was expecting a little more absurdity a little more uh, yeah, I mean, I could say the same thing over and over again. It's just yeah. essentially it fell flat. It's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I put the return of sports on here just because 
I'm excited for the return of sports and things yeah, are get really busy. Sports are back and Bo gets to go back to work at the NBA. No. Um, <laughs> you Hunter, don't? Hunter, Hunter doesn't keep up with sports, so he doesn't know that I don't get to. Oh. Um, they're flying all the teams into Disney World to create a bubble. <laughs> it's just like SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I didn't I'm not know going, that. Not going back to work for the NBA because they're not playing in the building that I work. Oh, is that going to um, be the whole season? Yeah, they're they're well. They they pretty much had already gotten through the regular season. They're doing yeah. eight eight games and then a playoff. Okay. Um, that and seems so small. And so it's it's going to be like a, like a two and a half month um, deal down in Orlando for whoever lasts longest. But 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 what I but point, what I, why not just not do it? Jeez, because the playoffs are important, Hunter. Okay, LeBron's in year seventeen. He doesn't have years to forfeit. That's how old um, I am. <laughs> um. No, but what, what the big thing I was getting at is it sounds like baseball actually might come back. There was a big – the players and the owners are fighting, so there was a big question mark there. But it sounds like it's coming back now. So you're going to have baseball and then on a shorter season, and then you're going to have the NFL starting up, and then you got the NBA finals um, and playoffs – you're going to have the Masters, every major sporting event that has not happened in the past four Wait, months man. is going to happen at the same time. Uh, and it's going to be – Good thing the Super Bowl happened because – Crazy. If that was canceled, then they'd try to fit that in there too. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's going to be crazy. Like, October is going to be – you're going to have, like, four different sports to watch every day. Good. Good for you. Thank you. You can hear more about that on Sports Shenanigans. (laughs) Shameless plug. Our last thing. Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast this morning. Okay. And one shout out to the, oh, shoot. Doesn't remember the name of the podcast. I think it's the Back Porch Podcast. Okay. Something like that. Um. It's uh, Anderson Cursonis, Nick's brother. Oh, yeah. On it. Um, what is so – they were talking about, you know, literature and film and TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about what is something you would change about a story that you love. What is one thing – you think about a story that you love, what is one thing you would change about? Okay. Um, and they, they went through some different examples. One I wanted to run by you because I thought that would be better. Mm-hmm. And it's Marvel. Okay. Captain America. Which and one? In Endgame. Oh, in Endgame. So like ending or just his whole arc? Just what? Just wait. Here's okay. the here's the scenario. So you know how at the end, spoilers, Captain America goes back, puts the Infinity Infinity Stones back, lives yeah. out his life, comes back, gives Sam the shield, dies. Yeah. I thought it was perfect. Well, I didn't have a problem with it until I heard what this person said that they would do. Okay. Why didn't Captain America go back, put the stones in place, live out his life, go to um, the Soul Stone? Yeah. 
take Black Widow's place because he's old and going to die anyway. Hand, right, before, right, be, right before he does that, he hands her the shield and says, give that to Sam when you get back. And then, and then when, you get, when you get to the um, part where he's on the bench, it's not him. It's Black Widow. And, and she has the scene with Sam saying, Cap wanted me to give this shield to you. Shoot. That would have been cool. That would have been better. Oh, my gosh. And it would have been really surprising. I don't think anybody would have seen that coming. Nobody would have seen it coming. And it would make much more sense to have a Black Widow movie now. <laughs> well, it's a prequel, though. I know, but to have the character still be living would be nice. Yeah. Oh, that would be – man, that would have been dope. Shoot. Yeah. that That's pretty good. I, I, I got to agree with that. Yeah. You know. I, I never even, like, I was like, I'm fine with what, how everything ended. It's great. I'm still and fine. Was, I'm no, still I, fine with how everything ended, but that would have been really cool to see. And I'm like, wait a minute. This could have been way better. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's way better. I think that's a, that's a really cool idea, and I would have liked to see it. I don't know if it's way better, you know. I don't know. I, that I think been... there's times when in, in Marvel movies where it doesn't seem like there's any consequences and nobody ever really dies. And so sometimes I'm fine when characters die for good. No, I'm, uh, you know, I'm fine with that too, but in this scenario. And this scenario would have been cool. I agree. And with how. And I wouldn't have been, how, I wouldn't have been how, mad if I saw it. With how close Captain America was with Black Widow too. It would have made sense. It would have made sense. Yeah. Huh. But How would he have gotten there, though? Well, he knows where to go. How would he have gotten to the Soul Stone in order Dude, to take they, liter- they literally made their own rules for time travel. That's um, true. So I'm not worried about the details. Yeah, I'm sure they could have figured it out. But. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> that would be crazy also experiencing your entire life the way that Captain America has and then going back and living in the 50s or 60s or whatever it was. The one that I, I think I would go with um, because that's, it's been, you know, since I read the books mm-hmm. is Harry Potter. And the, okay. fact, the fact that Harry and Hermione don't end up together okay. is maddening. I... I kind of wish that Ron and Hermione had ended up together. They did. <laughs> Wait, did they? <laughs> well, then, hey, uh, that's the thing I would change. No, that's part of why it's maddening is because they don't work. It's, it's, I think they do. No, they don't. They fight all the time. I think it's... Cool. I JK. So here's the thing. This this is what the guy said too. Is he's like, this is what I think, and also the author thinks the same thing because JK Rowling has come out and said that she made a mistake and that she shouldn't have had Ron and Hermione end up together. That she should have had Harry and Hermione end up together. I think JK Rowling likes to say a lot of things to make people like her. <laughs> Here's the thing. She's right on that, though, because literally everything in the story leaned to Harry and Hermione ending up together. Yeah. Nothing in the story 
led to Harry and Ginny ending up together. Mm-hmm. The only reason that happened was because yeah, J.K. Rowling wanted, wanted to have Ron and Hermione both had someone and Harry and Ginny both had someone. Instead of just being happy with Harry and Hermione clearly being the couple that everything in the stories had led to and Ron being a bachelor, which I think would have made sense. <laughs> or Ron and Ginny. <laughs> no, no. This isn't Luke and Leia, Hunter. Or this isn't Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no but that's that's been i mean my my, my mom she didn't read the books mm-hmm. um she would watch the movie like i was watching the movie so she'd catch stuff she kind of i think she watched the first movie with me she went with me to see the last movie okay and um <laughs> and she comes out of that and she goes wait a minute Ron and hermione are together I thought it was Harry. I thought it was Harry and Hermione, based off of the first book. No, I I always like, thought that when I was a kid, like I thought that Harry and Hermione were like boyfriend and girlfriend. Like in my mind as a kid, that's what I thought. That's what made sense. Every 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 single book up until book six, when Ron and Hermione ended up having a thing. Yeah. It leaned toward Harry and Hermione for the first five books. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, well, but if Harry and Hermione end up with each other, then Ron wouldn't have anybody. So let's make it this. I um And Harry ended up with a character with no arc through the entire series. <laughs> and she was barely in the movies at all. She's barely in anything. Yeah. She's barely a person. <laughs> See, I've never read the books, so I don't know how much they the get. books are so way. much better than the movie. Okay. I believe so, you. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. So, yeah. um, But no, that is that is one of the most maddening things about a series that I love is that that didn't work out like it should have. I just thought of something um, for mine, if I could share. Yeah. Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> didn't need to happen <laughs> so i think it needed to happen i think it needed to be different um they tried to mash too many characters together i think it could have been a lot better if they had made some of the characters the same character bum, bum, bum. so it'd be deviating from the comics a little bit but movies do that all the time especially this movie did so, <laughs> if you're gonna do it, why not let's do it? Start, like, let's with start with: Did Peter Parker ever have a jazz dance sequence? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't. Okay, I don't so much have a problem with that part. As oh, I'm sorry. That is my. If I could change anything about Spider-Man, get rid of that. Well, it's. I I understand why it's in there. It's because the symbiote is trying to make. It's not. You know. The symbiotes into jazz. It doesn't just make Peter Parker like cool. It makes him think of what Peter Parker would think is cool. And he's a nerd. So he's like, oh, this cool. This is cool. Dancing down the sidewalk, wearing black, doing my hair like a little emo kid. Um, yeah, you know, like that's what he thinks of as cool. So that's what he does. Um, so I understand that. But the thing that I would change is I would make Venom harry osborne yeah because i think that because they tried to make they tried to make a venom and a and which harry osborne is green goblin 
Yeah. And, and that would make sense, you know, to go that way because the comics are that way. But instead of, if you're going to deviate from the comics, why not do it with a better storyline? So, um, instead of trying to introduce Venom, Eddie Brock, this whole new character in this one movie, who's a really deep character and doesn't deserve to be like shifted to the side to make and room for all this other by crap. the dude from that 70s show. Yeah. Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, why not just make it Harry whose arc has been leading toward this revenge for Spider-Man. So it would make sense why he would end up hating Peter and wanting him dead. Like, which is what Venom is, you know? And so it makes sense if the symbiote dripped on him and he became Venom like much earlier in the movie rather than just at the end, like Venom just comes in. It's like Venom didn't work in that movie. It didn't work, but I think it could have if Harry Osborne was Venom, you know? Yeah. I think that would have been so cool. And then you would have consolidated characters. You would have been able to focus more on this as the main villain of the movie. Sandman can still be in there, I guess. Uh, I, I, I think he could be more of a side plot to show kind of Spider-Man's descent into darkness and then eventual uh, redemption, I guess. Yeah. I just have so many problems with that original trilogy of Spider-Man. I know. Like, honestly, the only casting... Not great. They're just nostalgic. I, I will forever stand by... They made, they made a bunch of casting decisions in those movies, and they got two right. And that was J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, that's perfect. Who is, like, maybe... He's the best the part be- of those movies. No, yeah. It, but, like, they got two casting decisions right, and that one might be maybe the greatest casting decision ever all time for the character. What um, was the other one? And, and then James Franco as Harry Osborn. I thought, uh, um, Kirsten Dunst as, no. as, um, Mary no. Jane was pretty good. No. Okay. Well, that's just you and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, one other thing that they brought up was star Wars, the last trilogy. Okay. Um, two things. One we kind of already talked about um, was that you're talking Hinge, about the, the most recent trilogy. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> the one was that Finn should have become a Jedi. Yes, I've said like, that. <laughs> yeah, like every like everyone knows, Finn should have had a bigger role. Yeah. Um, and the other one was that Finn and Ray are married, and you can't tell me any different. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, they were leading to that the whole freaking time. And then even in... Well, the, just episode seven, yeah. And then episode well, eight, in, she went off. Even in Rise of Skywalker, they were hinting that, like, you know, Finn and Ray could be a thing. Like, Finn yeah. is in love with Ray or something. And then, it, like, they dropped it. It was just like, nope. Forget, like, no, forget you heard Kylo that. Ren. Like, when, you know, when Finn was singing into the sand and he was like, about to tell Ray, like, I love you, you know? But yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that's true. And then yeah. they just didn't acknowledge it ever again. They're just like, yeah. that's it. Hey, I got to tell you something before I die. Oh, I didn't die, so now I don't got to tell you. And they, <laughs> they just dropped it completely for the rest of their lives. It's like, okay. No. <laughs> that's how you want to end that. They just want to tease yeah. the audience and, like, yeah. <laughs> go a completely different direction. But, yeah. 
those those were a few of the ones that they brought up, and I was like, well, I just watched Star Wars. I love Marvel, and yeah. that has bothered me about Harry Potter for the better part of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then, and then, do you have any others? Uh, I'd have to think. Um, that was the one I thought of immediately. Was the Spider Man three? Did you one. finish Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, dog! Don't even get me started on that. Because because that was what, that was one of the ones they brought up was that yeah they said one thing I would change is the entire ending of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones is the best show I've ever watched up until like the last three episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, How I Met Your Mother is one of the best shows I've ever watched up until the last five minutes of the last episode. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> when you just turn it off after that. No, literally, I've never watched another episode again. I watched through that whole series in like two months, and I've never watched another episode after seeing the ending. Oh, are you serious? No, yeah. I, I still watch the whole thing. I just pretend the ending doesn't exist. I just I, I watch it up until like the last five minutes, and then I turn it off. I'm like, that's the end. <laughs> they lived happily ever after. He met the mother, they got married, and then... That's how he met the mother. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Um, I just like <laughs> I wanted to uh, I was thinking about this the other day in the shower I was like How I Met Your Mother is the exact same show as Friends and they should just call it White People in New York and then White People in New York too <laughs> because okay you got the the sexual harassment lawsuit waiting to happen Joey and then the sexual lawsuit waiting to happen. Bar- Barney, same character. Um, no. one's, one's, Hold just, on. one's just Hold nicer. Hold on. One's Hold nicer. Hold on. Not the same character. One is nicer. Joey um, has way more. Okay, I'm just I'm just trying know. to compare. Okay, so you got them. Uh, then you got the annoying one who you just kind of want to shut up the whole time. Ross and Ted. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say. Um, uh, Ross was uh, shoot. What's his name? Marshall. Yeah. No. Uh, Marshall is Chandler. No, but I, now that you say that, though, yeah. Ross, Ross and Ted are like Ted. the same character. They're, they're like, like the, they're like the hopeless romantic. That yeah, like, hopeless romantic, borderline toxic in certain relationships. Like uh, married three or four times. Yeah. Like <laughs> same character. Uh, then you got Chandler and Marshall. And Monica and Lily, the married couple that everyone loves and is kind of quirky. Marshall, Rachel. Marshall's the funny guy. Uh, Chandler's the funny guy. Um, Monica's the quirky one that's kind of a freak sometimes. Lily's the quirky one that's kind of a freak sometimes. Uh, Rachel and Robin. Rachel and Robin. Um, And then there's no, there's there's no no Phoebe. Phoebe. But which, <laughs> well, Phoebe could be the mother, and no. See, so no. so, How I Met Your Mother is a sequel to Friends. If this whole time they're trying to search for Phoebe because Phoebe's gotten lost in New York, and so this whole time they're trying to search for. Her. <laughs> it's the whole show. It's the same show. <laughs> 
You make a fair point. They both hang out in restaurants all the time. One's uh, a coffee shop. One's a bar. and they live right above the the, the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> they have roommates in the same apartment, a huge apartment in New York above the restaurant. It's the yeah. same show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're, for, <okay>. I, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's the same formula, except they took out, you know, Phoebe wasn't essential to friends. No, but I mean. And and so they just so took out the non-essential character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the same show. <laughs> it's yeah. just different things happen. I see it now. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, I get what you mean. They're, you know, white in New York. And then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> it goes farther than that. I wasn't, just, I wasn't just saying it's the same show because they're white and in New York. It's also everything else. <laughs> yeah, that might, that, might, that might be one of mine. One thing I would change, how I met your mother, the last five minutes doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I wish the mother was a bigger character. But that, but that was the whole thing, dude. She was hardly in the story. That wasn't even. That wasn't about mom. That was about Robin. That was about Aunt Robin. Yeah, and I wish it had been a bigger part about the mom. But eh, <laughs> what's she gonna do? I guess. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, I can't really think of any more. So. So, we're gonna have one more episode after this, and then that's gonna that's our season finale. Yeah. Um, are you explaining that right now, or are you telling? Yeah, me you're going to explain this. Okay. I think. Well, I, I think a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> okay. We'll just explain it now, and I'll keep it in the recording. <laughs> okay. So, um, so that's the episode um, coming up in the uh, in the you know near future, whatever. We're gonna have one more episode, and then call that season one. Yeah. And um, so it's the end of season one. And we will have a little hiatus um, for a few months. Um, Hunter will be married when we come back. I will be married. Um, (laughs) Yeah, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we're going to take that. That's the plan anyway. Until October. So yeah, until October, November time. Stick around. So. but this is season one. If you've been listening now um, through this, through these episodes, you are officially a day one of the Hunter and Bo show. Congratulations. And if you, if you leave, um, you can't come back and be like, Oh, I was a day one because you, the day one's there the whole time. You got to watch it. You got to listen to every, I almost said watch. You got to listen to every episode. Yeah. The day ones are there the whole time. They don't get to say, Oh, I'm a day one. I listened to season one and then I stopped until they were successful. Yeah. So um, that's how it's going to go for the rest of this season. So stick around yeah. for our final episode. It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have some surprises. We'll see. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll surprise myself. <laughs> well, what's, anyway. the, what's the what's the socials? What's the what? The socials. Oh, okay. I always get these wrong. Why do you always make me do them every time? 
You volunteer to do them every time. That's true. Okay. So if you want to email us any last thoughts or anything you want us to share or say in our last episode, please email of us. Season one, of season one, you can also email us one. some We talk Sorry. about it in season two, too. Yeah. Email us anything <laughs> you want. We'll talk about it either next episode or season two when we come back. Uh, uh, you can email us at hunterbowshow at gmail.com. Uh, you want to hit us up on Instagram, follow us, share uh, any photos, anything you want to share with us through that. You could do that as well at Hunter Bow Show on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook and check out uh, the latest news for the Hunter and Bow Show, um, you can follow us at the Hunter and Bow Show. I will say I would have had it all the same had Facebook not had on her bow show already taken. Yeah, it's friggin' Facebook. <laughs> Friggity yeah. frick. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you'll take it home and share it with your children or your cat. Uh, in saying that, we're going to close because I have to get up in the morning and go on a plane. Me too. No, you don't. <laughs> I'll have to get up. <laughs> I just have to wake up. (laughs) I don't have to wake up. I have to get up. (laughs) There's a big difference, Hunter. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Jesus' name. Amen.